chapter 12, talking about the Bible. I've um, had a rough time this week trying to figure out what God wants me to share with you. And it came to my thought that in the midst of everything going on, that today we should go outside of Lent a little bit and talk about belonging. And the reason I brought that up is is, uh, being with a lot of pastors at times, uh, like uh, Sue was this past couple days, um, it's amazing, my friends, how many pastors God has given their church to them. Because they always say to me, or in a group, they'll say, yeah, my church. Now, I want you to know in my heart, God has never given me a church. And, and it's still his church. Amen? And I don't know of anybody else he's ever given a church to, but some of us take on them, take our, and make them our church, and we're wrong. Uh, I'll say that gracefully, not judgmentally, okay? I think. I can always tell, I can always tell when somebody talks to me in the supermarket or outside of the church, who is a church attender and who is a church member? And, and the crazy thing of it is I can tell these people, and, and some of them have been a member of a church for, for many years. You know how I can tell that? I'm making a difference between a, a church attender and a church member. I can tell the difference because a church attender will walk up to me and say, I love your church. You know? And I'm thinking, okay, but I don't have a church. I love your church, they'll say to me. And they've been going to church there for many, many years. They're members of the church maybe they've never darkened the door but they'll walk up to me in the store someplace around the community and say boy I just love your church and I'm thinking oh gosh that's somebody that attends a church now the difference is uh, between an attender and a member is the member will walk up to me and then we'll be talking and they'll say don't you just love our church you see the difference Don't you just love our church, all that's going on, everything that's happening? Oh, my goodness, it's so great. And I agree with them completely. I agree with them completely. Um, uh, I I just want you to know, in my heart, this is in my heart, God is not in the business of giving up his church. Amen? We need to be aware of that constantly. When we say little things like, I love your church, it's and I always, I always correct the pastors. I don't correct people too much, but I correct the pastors. And I said, oh, did he give you a church? And then they get upset with me right away, and the conversation's over, you know. My prayer is that many of us in the years that we're together would make the jump, make the jump from being a consumer to being a contributor. That's being the difference between being a member and being an attender that we would do what I'm trying to talk to us about today, that we would move from longing, longing. I had one person walk up to me one time, and I'll never forget this in my life. And I just felt so bad for them and for the church that they were at. 
very active in the church and was in the praise team, very, very uh, Sunday school, did all kinds of stuff in the church. And one night she walked up to, to me and she says, I know I don't belong to this church. And she'd been going there for like 20 years. And I said, you don't belong to this church? She said, I know I don't belong to it. But, and I thought, no but, let me tell you about belonging. So I spent the next 15 minutes trying to tell her that um, she belongs to this church whether she knows it in her heart or not. It's in this Gospel of Romans, Paul says to us these words, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. Aren't you glad? (laughs) You know what I mean? So we being many are one in body in Christ. In Christ is Paul's mantra and individual members of one another. My friends, this is the word of God today for all of his people. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together as we start this time. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would grant somehow that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight this day. For you, O Lord, are our strength and our redeemer both for the praise of your dear Son and for the good of this, your church, for which he indeed shed his blood. We pray all these things in his name today. Amen? Okay, so being a a tender uh, and being a member is, is so vital that there's things that we need to learn to understand to make that jump. And I want to share just three thoughts with you rather quickly about what this means, I think, to me. <clears throat> I think the reason that we need to be that member, that belonging to some church, is because God has set it up that a church family helps you and I focus. Did you hear that? Being in a church helps us to focus everything that we do on God. <sighs> These days, I think it's so easy to get distracted. about being in God's church, especially on Sunday morning. There's so many more things you can do. I remember seeing it all come to focus, um, come to a a head at the the Hall of Fame Fitness Center. Anybody ever been there? It's right across from the Hall of Fame. And um, this fitness center has um, two full basketball courts, indoor basketball courts, um, 24 indoor tennis courts, 48 outdoor tennis courts. They have, <clears throat> had, well, they had 18 racquetball courts, but I'm sure they've got more than that over the years. And, um, and literally, they have two running tracks. They have all kinds of exercise machines. And if you want, if, if you want, if you want to schedule a volleyball game on Sunday morning, you should have called before Christmas because they're booked up that much. And I saw that coming about, and I thought, oh, Lord. And then, of course, there's the weather breaks, there's golf and and hiking and doing all kinds of... It's hard. It's hard to come together as a church family and stay focused on God. But that's what we're here to do. And and it's more of a choice on our part, whether we decide whether we're going to focus on God at least one day a week or not. Amen? 
Did you get that? We're the church all week, but let's face it. The more we focus on God, oh, we need to understand the bigger he gets in our hearts. And in the process of that, the smaller our problems become. So if we're going to be that church that focuses on God, how do we do that? And I thought two things. One, we must be visible. I don't, I don't know, you know, but when I first came here, people would say, where do you go? And then they'd say, where is that church? That's a sad commentary. We should say, oh, every time we say where we're going to church, oh, you mean the one on the circle, the one right behind the, the old fire station. Yeah, that's it. We need to become that visible. We need to become <clears throat> more guided, I think, uh, not only visible, but we need to be more um, filled with the Spirit of God as a church body. Filled as, uh, with the church, and, uh, and that's what we just said we are, taking that Holy Communion. We need to, uh, as a church, literally be consumed by the Holy Spirit. Everything that we do and say, everything that, uh, every place we go, going to um, southern Ohio, we're going down there to do it, but we're representing this church. Amen? It needs to be powerful stuff. Those things are difficult to happen. That's why the body is so fractured today, because... We don't know that we're here together to help each other focus on God by doing all these things. Secondly, I think um, if we want to belong, move into belonging, not just attending, we need to understand that the church family helps us um, face life's difficulties, life's problems. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm convinced that right now we're all in one of three areas of life. You might be in a law where there's nothing going on. Anybody there? You know? If you don't have anything going on in your life, please come see me. Um, if you're not in that law, then you're right in the middle of a crazy thing going on in your life. Um, uh, and... And if you're not either one of those, trust me, you're headed for something to happen. Amen? <laughs> There's several families in here. You know, I think of Stacy. I said to her this morning, we're just going to put you on a permanent prayer list thing up there. You know, because there's always something going on in her family. You know, in our family, you know. Uh, our granddaughter went um, uh, roller skating for the first time yesterday. So I said, are you hurting anywhere? She says, my knee and my butt. I said, well, honey, it'll get worse. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, l- let's face it. Life is a series of problems um, that God never meant for us to go through them alone. I truly believe that. God never meant for us to go through the things that are on our plate al- alone. He wants us to drink from the cup um, and to sit from that saucer as a family together go through that <clears throat> and then the question is, is how does that happen well I think we need to be a reflection of God's grace and his love I think <clears throat> we need to emulate him in the ways we can't even begin to imagine because when we think of Christ wasn't he meek and lowly 
so should we be. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, what we're going through, what's going on in our lives. We should be meek and lowly in the midst of it. The church should be that. Wasn't he uh, something that we probably can never attain but should try most uh, spiritual and holy? And he says, be like me. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, I fail so much, let alone as an individual and then as a church. And then if we are to be that church that supports families, that helps people belong, we need to always quit looking for somebody to take care of me and and serve other people always. Mm. We need to be devoted and obedient as Christ was. And I think the last thing we need to do is be compassionate and merciful. And boy, don't we have a hard time with that in the church. I don't know who said it, but the church is the only place I know that shoots their wounded. I hope we never hear that statement made here. The mind and the spirit and the life of Christ must be a reflection if we're to help other people. It must be a reflection of his love. For indeed we are that body of Christ. We just proclaimed it. Let me give you this last reason. Um, a church family, if you belong to it, should help us strengthen our faith walk. Should help us strengthen our faith walk. Um, I mean, to reinforce it, to, to develop it, to help us do what God wants us to do, to lead, go on to sanctification and that process that he wants us to be in all the time. Um, when we're in that relationship with the church family, um, we should be getting the right support. It should be one of those things that, that, that we know just comes automatically that helps us grow in our faith to make the right choices, um, to make the right uh, things to, to do in our lives that are earth-shattering, um, helping us to get over um, um, majoring on the minor things of our lives and see that those things that are major are very important and quit, quit thinking about whether we have enough, enough uh, chairs set up or not, you know, or do we have this or do we have that, and start thinking about people who are really in struggle. I mean it like this. If we're, if we're to fortify each other's faith, faith, then we need to be like Christ, and we need to be that teaching body. I think that's been my calling all of my years in ministry is to be a teaching pastor. And, and I, I, I'm taking a class right now from Dallas Theological Seminary on how to be a teaching pastor because I, I think I'm, I'm not there yet, okay? It's only been 40 years, so I'm, I'm working on it. <clears throat> I think we as a church need to understand that we help people um, clarify the values in their lives. That's what Stacy was talking about the other night whenever she um, had this friend walk in the door, walk in the door, and could have just shoot him off. But no, um, she did exactly that, fortified his faith. There are a lot of ways that we do this in the world, and we have to be careful because some of them just aren't right in God's eyes. So for us, I think to be that church, 
We need to be alive and visible. We need to be that reflection of Christ. The, the church must be that teaching body, must have that sympathizing demeanor about us. We need to worry about the poor. We need to um, be concerned about the unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> we need to take care of those who are, are sick and sorrowing in our, li- in our midst. And we need to take care of those who want to turn their life over to Christ. We want, to be care- we want to be that church that says we care for people in, in uh, Ukraine. Amen? You know, and all the military that's going on and all that's going to happen with this. <clears throat> we must be active, I think, always until we say it is finished. Amen? But listen, it's never we will say that. I don't think we will ever say that. If we do say that, we will have to check our blood pressure because it means we don't have any. Amen? I'm telling you, my friends, we can't quit. Um, we, need to, we need to do that um, ministry of helping people move from attending to belonging to the church they're in. It's not just here. It's in Baptist Church, Pentecostal Church, wherever you're at. There are people who just don't belong, but they need to jump there. Belonging to a church family helps us focus on God, if you didn't hear it. Face life's problems and strengthens our faith. <clears throat> I believe if we belong to a church that does that, we will, it will make all the difference in our lives. Let us, is my prayer, let us choose today to quit attending and start belonging. Amen? All right. Let's pray together. <clears throat> Let's pray together, and let's pray for our time together here after church and, and make it a, a blessing to um, ask God to make it a blessing. God, we just um, thank you for this worship service this morning where we sent your power and your presence. We ask your forgiveness as we come together for our forgiveness for not being that one who belongs so much that, that is able, able because of our presence with you here is able to to focus in on you and help others focus in on you that we are looking at other issues instead of our own issues facing life's problems together thank you father for that and we're here every time we get together whether here or in a small group throughout the week to do nothing more than strengthen our faith and our walk so that we can be that reflection of your love as a church and as individuals. And we think of that too, especially as we come to this um, meeting of of being transparent and letting everybody know what uh, the building committee is doing. So we ask your blessing upon this time, Lord. Uh, Help us to open our hearts to you and to each other. And um, just bless this time as you have blessed this service. Lord, we just um, surrender ourselves to you right now and pray your, your, your blessing, your love would shine through each one of us as we become more and more your church. Your church, Lord. We pray all these things in your son's name today and for his glory. And all of God's children said, Amen.